The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot Podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot Podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. Hey, before we really get started, and got a question for you, got a joke for you. What up? What does a dummy that dries out in the middle of a stow song say on a podcast? Not sure. Hey, welcome back to another hot episode of HBCU. I wish your boy Pooh Bell got my man Aunt Petty Murphy in the building. That's right. Your boy was being a big dummy today. I can't say trying to be a superhero. Trying to be a superhero out here. Mm. No joke, man. Hey, listen. Listen. You know, we're from the South. We don't know how to handle that uh, that snow and ice, man. And I'm going to say this. When you hear two inches, you think. Don't sound like a lot, huh? That ain't ain't a lot. Mm. Fellas, don't let her fool you. <laughs> don't let a downgrade you. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I'm two just, inches ain't a lot to you trying to drive through, huh? Hey, two inches will shut you down quick. Pause. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> oh, hey, hey, I, listen, it should have been, there was, the signs was there, Ed. I let, you know what I'm saying? I pulled a car in the garage last night and it was completely iced over. Cause they haven't said now it was completely iced over, so I, I let the I pulled the car in, let it defrost and everything. You know, I ain't, I ain't got up today. Got ready to drive, pulled out, and I looked. I was like, man, my whole driveway cover, the street cover. I can't even see when the driveway and the street stop. Why? Why I do that? I got to the end of the street, hit the stop, you know what I'm saying? Hit the brake, trying to stop. I'm going to slid a little bit, car slid a little bit. So I'm straight. I'm straight. I was driving down the street, seeing one of my neighbors, one of the kids playing on the football team. I tried to stop, talk to him. And I stopped. It slid a little bit. That was the signs was there. Oh, the yeah. signs were still. But no, I had to keep going. Never again, bro. Never again. But, uh, Everybody, what made me feel worse, everybody had a pickup truck. You know, everybody in the South mm-hmm. got them um, souped up trucks. Yeah, they just kept driving by. One dude said, I wish I had some chains. I'll help you. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I'm scared to hear that, but I, you know, I'm good, man. I appreciate it. But man, we got a good one in store tonight. Uh, we got a special guest that'll be joining us. Um, Bad problem, you know what I'm saying? I gotta see. I, I know we told him 8 30. I know I know he here though, but we're gonna we're gonna get him on 8 30. Talk, talk good things. Uh, but we got some stuff to talk about, man. We did a list a while ago, last year, last summer, mm-hmm. and people got real upset with us. Mm-hmm. We ain't gotta bring that back up, dude. Hang on, man. First of all, I know they mad about this list. If they mad about our list. This list ought to set them on fire. So we definitely gonna talk about this list, you know, saying greatest coaches of all time. But it's some name, it's a name missing. We'll go there. Uh we got some big commits, uh, some coaches find a, you know, saying, or some teams find a, a coach. I say some teams, a team. So but man, let's go ahead and get to it. But first, you know what we gotta do? We gotta give a shout out to our sponsors over at BetOnline. BetOnline.ag. We'll be back in one minute. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your sports information, stats, news, and scores. 
Get the latest odds, lines, and player injury reports for this year's NBA and NHL playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters. This season, we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. We have everything from NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL to golf, tennis, UFC, and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games that you can play right from your home. Head on over to BetOnline.ag today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use the promo code BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey, and we're back. Um, let's jump into it, man. Uh, two four seven, uh, one of the most reputable recruiting services. Uh, keeps up with several teams around the nation. Um, they put out a list, a list of uh, since Nick Saban retired, greatest all-time coaches. You know, with their wins, according to wins, and um. On that list, there was some notable names missing, or a notable name. A goat. A goat. The goat. Eddie Robinson from Gremlin was omitted off of this list. Um, initial thoughts. I'm not surprised, man. Um they try to find different reasons to try to omit him off the list, whether it be oh, we were talking about FBS schools or we were talking about Power 5 schools or whatever the case may be. But uh, And then they try to use when he coached as a reason to try to, you know, deny him from getting his due credit and things of that nature. But I'm not surprised by 247 on leaving them off the list, man. It's not the first time that somebody's tried to, you know, erase the, the legacy and history of Eddie Robinson by not including him where he rightfully be, deserves to be uh, among the rest of the greatest coaches of all time. Yeah. Uh, on this list, they did have Joe Paterno with all his wins um, that was listed. Of course, we do know some were, were vacated um, due to uh, the Jerry Sandusky scandal. Uh, I'm not. I, I'll say this: those those games were played on the field. I, I'm not. I'm not mad they put those up there. But if you're gonna do that, you can't leave Eddie Robinson off. You cannot because Joe Paterno was chasing him. Mm-hmm. Um, as a matter of fact, at, at one point I remember Joe Paterno and Bobby Bowden were tied. They played against each other. Uh, for, it was like the first time Florida State and, and Penn State played against each other. Uh, I want to say I can't remember who I want to say. I want to say Florida State won that game. I can't remember. Um, but you can't leave Eddie Robson off of that list. Uh, I, I don't care what what you say um, or, or what excuse you come up with, whether you try to say, like you say, you know, oh, we're talking about FBS or we're talking about um, – if we want to talk about history, a lot of the times uh, those teams were scared to, to play um, Grambling. Or any HBCU at the time, for the most part. Um, you can't leave them off. Uh, you've got – when you look at just – not even just the sheer number of wins, if you look at the uh, Hall of Famers, yep. NFL pros, um, it's comparable, especially when you look at the Hall of Fame, it's comparable to a, a lot of those greats that you have up there. Um, when you look at it, uh, Grambling in itself and Eddie Robinson, what he's did is more than, if I'm not mistaken, he got more Hall of Famers than, um, oh, just about <laughs> yeah, than, uh, than Texas, if I'm not mistaken, just about, just about everybody, bro. It ain't too many schools that got more Hall of Famers than Grambling, yeah. So, but you, but no, man, no, man, this is no, it's, it's, I, it, just, it just goes to show why keeping people's legacies alive and you know what I mean? And all that is important, you know, not making sure the next generation doesn't forget who Eddie Robinson is and things of that nature. Cause there's some people who ain't never heard of Eddie Robinson, right, right, right or wrong. You know what I mean? It's just the fact the matter that they don't know who Eddie Robinson is. So whenever that list came out, 
there were people not realizing the injustice that was done by not including Eddie Robinson. Yeah. Um it's just it's wild. I, it's it's funny because I there were just about everybody I know that's uh from Louisiana, that was the first thing they put. Where's Eddie Robson on this list? Of course. Hey, I'm talking about uh white, black, purple, yellow, it didn't matter. Uh our good friend Joe, uh Trucker Joe. That was the first, he was the one of the first people I saw. He was like, this list is trash. How do you not have Eddie Robson on this list? So, that goes to show, but hey, it is what it is. Um, can't change it. Do better next time. I said I wasn't going to talk about other people's lists, but I had to talk about that one. That was just downright wrong. Um, what's up, everybody in the chat? Josh in here. We already had him laughing. Uh, Brian said, "What what list? Uh, we talking about? Uh, two four seven did a list. Uh, the top coaches, winning coaches, and they love Eddie Robson off that list. Yeah. But uh, you got anything else before we move on? No, nah, no. Nah, I'm, I'm I ain't gonna I ain't gonna come too bad for that list because I know how hard it is coming up with a list. But when you uh." <laughs> It's, there should have been more research and due diligence done. That was I, I get, and you're right. It is hard to come on this, but that should have been easy. If, especially the way they were doing, they weren't even ranking them. They were just going in order of wins. Of wins, that should have been easy. Yeah, I understand. Um, we also got some some big news on uh, was it Friday? I think it was Friday. Yeah, Friday. Uh, Andrew Biden, uh, the star. Former star quarterback at uh, Texas Southern announced his new home. He is headed to the Gump, man. Heading to Alabama State. Um, big shout out to Eddie Robinson and, and the crew for for what they've done. It seems like they lose a lot of players, but they reload with their recruiting and stuff. So, I'm just I just want to know if uh, if E Rob gonna have problem getting the quarterback situation right this year. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I think this is a, a, a easy decision. I do want to talk about this. It's early. Mm-hmm. We hadn't even made the spring. With what's going on at FAMU. Um, I'm not doing it. I'm doing it. I'm going there. I'm already I'm there. Doing that. With what's going on at FAMU. With... I'm not gonna say, you know, saying Jackson State's not on a necessarily a rebuild, but they still, you know, saying they fit finding their footing again. You gonna put that bulls on their back? I'm putting on their back. I think they, I think they are. I mean, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Yeah, fam, so why, you still fam, so why fam, go in? So why go in there calling yourself the man? Just go beat the man. So it's setting up. Real nice for Alabama State to be a favorite in the East, coming out the East. That's a strong word, favorite. Um, hear, hear me out now. Hear me out. Two of the biggest, uh, uh, I guess you could say, threats in the East are FAMU and Jackson State, right? That's true. Both of them come to um, Alabama State this year. That's fine. So, you don't have to play in Bragg, don't have to play at the vet, and you get FAMU as your homecoming. Which I mean, I know that's 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 high energy on both sides. I'm gonna just ask you this right now: even with Andrew Body, is Alabama State more talented than FAMU? I don't know who all is left at FAMU. I mean, ain't nobody hit the portal yet. That's true. That's true. So right now, is Alabama State more talented? Who's FAMU's quarterback? That's only one position. Who's okay? Um, a lot of them guys from um, a lot of them guys from, I think like the wide receivers, they gone, ain't it? Like Riley in Riley gone. Yeah, but look at what they just did in the transfer portal. That's true. That's true. Well. Now, Chris, uh, Chris said, "Come on, fellas! Andrew Body didn't win ten games his whole career at Texas Southern." I ain't gonna That's put true. all that on Andrew Body though, but 
Thank you. That's not but, first but of all. That, I, he does have a point though. He, he does. He does. He does. Let me ask you this: Does um, as as impressed that we have been with with you know Andrew Biden, Texas Southern and stuff? Um, who has more weapons? Texas Southern or Alabama State? I don't know because the Alabama State just lost their biggest weapon. One of wow. Now I ain't no one of. He was their biggest weapon. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I know I what you're saying. All I'm saying is it's way too early to be putting it is. on their back, though. Bro. It is. Because, I mean, like, even Jackson State. Jackson State still bringing Jacoby Morgan back. Yeah, yeah. And so, and plus what they were able to keep and do in recruiting, I mean, they still got to be right up there as one of the favorites in the East. I, and I, I put them up, though. I, I put them up, though. I understand that. But you saying Alabama State is the favorite. So you putting them over. Jackson State. I'm saying it's shaping out with the scheduling. With I'm gonna think it's key. If it's it, January, if, bro, it's if January. Alabama, we so let me ask how as long as we've been saying Alabama State is a quarterback away, and I agree. It, yes, I know it's early. As long as much as we've been saying Alabama State is a quarterback away, that was last year. Okay, we said that the year before. Okay. When they had Keyshawn, when they had some of them weapons, they don't got that right now. He <laughs> said no faith in Maynard. Uh It's not so much that I don't have faith in Yeah. No comment. I got, I got faith in I think they'll get it right. I just don't know. It's, it's, uh, Coach Green said don't sleep on Southern. Yeah, I'm, I agree, but I'm talking about in, in the East, though. On the east side. All I'm saying is, if I was you, I would be trying to let make Alabama State fly under the radar instead of trying to put the target on their back. I ain't necessarily got to put it on their back, but I'm just... I mean, you just said uh, they're the favorite in the east. That's, I think that's they are a favorite. That's putting the target on their back. Okay. Whether I say it or not, <laughs> hey, the hitman said... I ain't got no faith in us, us being fam. You he said, uh, we gotta get that right, uh, get the right coach. I mean, that's true, but the talent's still there. Uh speaking of that, um with fam you, um fam you's interim coach, uh James Cozy, uh, he hopes to become the permanent coach. Um, he's he's fighting for that position to get named um uh, or get that interim tag removed. Uh, I think a lot of family faithful, I don't know necessarily how they feel about it. I think they, they would be good with it, but I don't know. I know one thing, they they definitely was like no to Gibbs. Yeah, that's what uh, Hitman said. If she picked Gibbs, get Bama State to East. That's, that's a wild I, mean, I ain't going to go that far, but that's wild to me, man. That's wild. Um, speaking of that, uh, FAMU is losing or has lost uh, their star recruiting coordinator, Devin Rispress. He's leaving FAMU for Colorado. Going join Prime in Boulder. So... Um, God told him to stop. <laughs> God told him to go get whispers, but not Ed Reed. I'm just trying to figure out what is God when God talked to him. What is God, God told him to go get a coach from Florida, and he went and took the other coach from Florida instead of his home. <laughs> hey, I'm just trying to figure out when God be like, he be, hey man, hey, hey, prime. I think you need to go get. I'm trying to figure out what what, what he sound like. And who it is because I ain't finna go there. I ain't making no jokes about that one. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out who he getting or who. Mm. Oh man, Brian Russell got a question. It's more for you, and uh, he said got a question for y'all. Grambling or Southern? I'm from Shreveport, so I always root for Graham. 
Uh, we yeah. talking about what just this year, or are we talking about just in general? Tomorrow, so, I mean, we in the I'm same dog. You for sure put off tomorrow, grambling right in the middle. <laughs> mm. I ain't got no problem with Southern like most Grambling fans, though. I don't, I don't hate Southern. I mean, I'm not going to root for him. He said just, he said just period. So for the, for, I say this, for the balance of this show, uh, I'll take Southern just so it's, it's you know, we ain't too biased on one side or the other. Is, I'm going to support Southern as long as they're not playing Grambling. Yeah. And I'm going to support Grambling as long as, uh, as long as they ain't playing nobody from Alabama. He said, Coach Green said, every want to be the head coach, not the assistant. I guess hey, the Colorado got a flag football team. I mean, he got to get a start somewhere. They got an intramural team. Let's let's get them. Get them, get them there. Get them ready. Get them ready. Let's see how he handle that. So, I mm, – anyway. Uh, speaking of head coaches, I didn't see this one. I, I really thought fam was going to win this battle. Uh, who would get the head coach first? But Texas Southern, Texas Southern got their head coach first. Um, Bit of surprise too. Yeah, uh, this name uh, I think, it, at least in the Twitter streets, it came from nowhere. It came out, out, out of out of middle of nowhere. Um, dang, I can't even find the name. Chris, um, is it Darman? Chris Dishman. I'm sorry, Chris Dishman um, from. He was the coach. He was a D coordinator. Yeah. yeah, he was a D coordinator at uh, where was he last? Vegas Vipers. I knew he was. It was one of the uh, what you call it teams, XFL teams. Uh, he was uh, defensive coordinator for the Vegas Vipers, uh, but he was a former player for the Houston Oilers, mm-hmm. and with that, there are now four former Houston Oilers head coaches. In HBCU diaspora, you know them all. No, I don't. But that's pretty impressive. You got. I, mean, uh, I know Ada George, mm-hmm. Bubba, and Dishman. I don't know who the other one was. Eddie Robson Jr. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's, I, I think in the NFL, I just didn't know he played. I think, uh, and all of them signed kind of overlapping one way or the other. So yeah. that's very, you know, what I'm saying very. Impressive. That makes that uh, that makes that label that classic uh. Oh yeah, it does. It does. He sent uh Bubba sent him a a, a um sent him a, a picture of like their time together and said his own. Look at mention PV and look who show up. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I see that. Uh, what time is it? Let's see what time about it that is. time. About that time. Uh. Jordan, you ready? See if you're ready. You ready? All right, let's get it. All right. Uh, hold on. Let me get this set up. I wish we had some theme music. We could like the Rocket theme music on, but you know, they'll, they'll copyright us quick. No, we can't say theme music. You know, they might be talking about some coach in Colorado now. <laughs> All right, man. Here we go. All right. Now, y'all, I know y'all thought we were playing when we said we were going to have Moan, but <laughs> <laughs> we we got him for real this time. The man himself, number 23 in the in the program, number one in your heart. Welcome to the HBC Hall. Jordan Cole. Yeah. What up, man? What's Good going on, man? Not much. Not much. Kicking it. Cool. All right. I, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to say this now. Uh you was, you was my favorite. I started picking you to win the Aeneas Williams Award in, um, I think it was like August or something like that. I said, yeah. he's going to win the, the Aeneas Williams Award. I said it then. I still think it. I, I ain't going to say that. I ain't going to say what I want to say. But just know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, them numbers don't lie. You see it. Yeah. Uh, last year. Mm. I picked Morgan State to win every game I was I was watching. We we'll do you know what I'm saying the show. I was picking Morgan State to win. Like why are you picking Morgan State? It's like Jordan Toes. That's, that's it. Jordan Toes. because you was you like that's realistically, realistically like uh I didn't know much about Morgan State. Um, 
but I knew, you know, saying coming from LSU, um, we knew who Jordan Toes was. Saw, you know, some of the things that you had done. I think I remember listening to, I think y'all played Delaware State, and then you had like a big play to kind of turn that game around, and we talked about that, but man. Couple games. Couple games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but man, I want to take it back. I want to start kind of a little bit further back. You were a, a multi-sport athlete coming out of high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Talk about you know what I'm saying. Um, I'm gonna ask this because I, I I know when we talked uh, prior to the show, I talked about you know what I'm saying your instinctiveness was is, is it stands out. Um, what was something that you know? Saying, I guess growing up playing multiple sports and stuff, how did that help you? You know, saying transition in the football game. I mean, it kind of go hand in hand. A lot of people really don't realize how much both of those sports complement each other. Um, when it comes to being on the defensive side of the ball, you know, that's like man to man defensive basketball, or playing your zone, or reading the passing lanes in basketball, jumping the pass. That's like playing in your zone, playing in your deep third, playing your quarter or your low hole. It's like being in the two, three, oh, one, three, one. So it's kind of the instinct carry over as far as that on the defensive mindset. But as far as being the aggressor, that's like when you hitting the hole or you feeling your run gap, that's like you one on one with somebody going to the hole. That's like going to go dunk a basketball. It's the same type of aggression, same type of mindset. So it kind of it was easy transition for me when it comes to mindset and mentality of the game, how to make those plays. But as far as movement, that that kind of that was that was with my coaches. My coaches really did a good job of translating that for me early on. You know, like um, how how your back pedal can be smooth and under control, like your dribble, or how when you go high point the ball and your interceptions, like grabbing a rebound, things like that. So, or coming out of your hips when you're making the tackles, like you going up to go dunk the ball and things like that. So, it was a it was a smooth understanding transition for me because my coaches understood. And the people around me understood that the transition was needed to be translated that way. You talked about high school. You came from uh, St. Francis, which is a, like yeah. a house up there in the Baltimore area. Then you, you go to LSU, you know, Power 5, big school. But then you made your way back home. What was it like making it, making your way back to Baltimore and kind yeah. of playing, playing in your hometown? Um. I don't know if y'all know any anything much about Baltimore, but Baltimore, that's that's a city where if they love you, they love you. You're doing bad, they on your tail. So that's somewhere that's kind of like a comfort zone for me. I knew if I was slipping on my pivot, they're going to let me know. <laughs> I knew if I was on my game, they're going to let me know too. So it was kind of like throwing myself in the fire. But it also was a comfort zone too because I'm with, I'm with the family. Um, I'm not far from I'm not far from home, things like that. Just a lot of – all of that takes stress off an athlete. Yeah. It make you want to ball out harder and just being in a place that you didn't work all your life to get out of and then come back and make you want to work twice as hard to get out again. I used to make a little joke with my teammates like, yeah, I'm going to get out of here twice. Watch this. <laughs> just things like that. Just, yeah. I don't know. It's just a little play with the game. is a game inside the game. is a mental game. I, you know, I just took it the right way. You muted, bro. Can't even hear him. My bad. That's a fine. Um, <laughs> what's uh, what what drives you? What's what's uh, like your your source of inspiration uh, mm. to do you? I don't. It really was instilled in me with my dad. I can say that my dad kind of showed me how to work hard. Um, it wasn't really much he had to do after showing me how to work hard. I kind of got addicted to it. Um, and then at the same time, I come from a family full of hoopers. Ain't nobody really played football in my family. So competition was always the thing. You can go outside and pull up a goal and go hoop every day. You can talk your trash every day. So that competitive side was instilled in, inside me from my family and my older cousins and things like that. So the drive was just always there. Um, growing up, my dad was considered like, I guess you call him like a hood legend or whatever you would call him on the basketball side of things. So I was always chasing that legacy. Um, on the basketball side of things, um, and sports in general, just competing, trying to be where everybody talked about in my dad. So that was that was where it came from. But nowadays, it's kind of like he telling me I'm looking up to you. So mm. it's kind of the drive just keep going, just to want to be better. You know, he he always gonna be my first superhero. But you know, I look at the guys like LeBron, and you got your Aries and things like that. So just. Always chasing the, the legacy before you is always going to be my drive. It's always going to be somebody better, always somebody who did it before you. So my job is just to either take what they did 
making it to my own to do it better. What made you? What made you pick football? Coming from a family of hoopers, you could hoop. What made you go to football route? Um, I tell a lot of people. People be thinking I be playing, man. This game really just chose me. Um, I played a little bit growing up, you know, uh, during the basketball season. A lot of my football friends would be. I mean, a lot of my basketball teammates would be in football season. I'd be like, man, I ain't got nobody to hang with, things to do like that. They're like, they out playing football. And I'm like, I don't play football. You know, so I started playing when I was about eight years old. Stopped playing when I was about 10 or 11. My dad uh, told me I could play no more. I had broke my hand, broke my thumb mm. right before uh, mm. right before a big basketball tournament. Still played in the basketball tournament because we didn't know it was broken at the time. But um, – and my dad was like, nah, yeah, we got to get his football up. and ain't no more fun in that. So that, that kind of died down. And then um, coming into high school, I was a highly recruited basketball player coming to St. Francis. So my freshman year of St. Francis, I really didn't play football. I just was in contact with uh, the football coaches. He wanted me to play bad, wanted me to play receiver, really just be on the field. He wanted me to be involved with the team because he's seen athleticism. Um, So the first year – Pops wasn't going for it. Head basketball coach wasn't going for it. Um, and then one day we just had some coaches come up there for the football team. The football coaches took a long shot. I was like, hey, look, man, they're coming up here to recruit our players. I want you to play next year. So just let them get their eyes on you. And their eyes lit up. So they basically told me, you know, like, you see the athleticism from the basketball side of things. You ever decided to step on the field, you know, you might got a shot. So me, you know, scratching the fight for a basketball offer or, you know, going through the things, it's harder to get basketball offers and recognition just because of the limited space on the roster and things like that and coaching change, things like that. It's always something different with basketball. I feel like it's a lot more politics. But, um, yeah, I just brought it back to the family, and I was just like, man, look, the goal is to go to college for free. And these coaches at least give me an opportunity. So – why not at least step on the field and see how that go? So um started off playing receiver over the summer. I was like third string receiver. I couldn't remember the plays because we they was advanced. <laughs> they was holding up signs. I'm like, bro, I just got back into the sport. I don't even know what half the signs mean. <laughs> hey, it's a coach at Michigan can tell you what they mean, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the time. I was I was a sophomore at the time. I was a sophomore at the time. So um yeah, they moved me to the defensive side of the ball because uh, two out starting safety actually had went down with a tour in Achilles. Ooh. Same week. Crazy. Both of them. Dang. So it was kind of like next man up. And they, Coach Poggi, uh, I'm not sure if y'all know who Coach Poggi is. He was our coach at St. Francis. He went on to be assistant coach at Michigan. Now he the head coach at uh, Charlotte. He uh, had, We had a little team meeting after practice. He was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure y'all know we light at the safety position who want to play safety. My hand shot straight up. I'm like, man, I'm third string receiver. I ain't playing no time soon. <laughs> Let me at least try. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. this is this is a week before the first game we played uh Canada prep. Man, they all all we did that week, he said we're gonna run cover three, cover four. All you gotta do is learn how to backpedal. Don't don't let nobody behind you. Man, I went out there, had nine tackles, a pick, and a fun recovery for a touchdown. And I was like, man, look. Ain't no way. Ain't, that don't just happen to people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say the game chose me because that next week I had a pick six too. So it was kind of like hmm. it was just an ongoing, continuous playmaking, game-changing moments. Of course, I got better at the game, started to understand the game, and it just took off from there. Um, I know initially out you took uh, – you chose LSU. Hmm. Um, talking about your game and your instinctiveness and stuff, if you do like player comps, the first the first name that pops in my head is Tyron Matthew, just because your instinctiveness and you know what I'm saying ball hawk ability. Yeah. Uh, for you, who do you look at as a you know what I'm saying I guess player comp? That's easy. That's A. Reed, man. He's from Baltimore, bro. You already know. <laughs> Uncle Ed, man. Uncle Ed. I actually uh I actually had the pleasure of of playing under Ed at the All American game. He was my coach. Okay. So kind of picking his picking his brand on things like that and becoming a better football player, that helped me. So yeah, of course, because I'm from Baltimore, Ed Reed gonna always be the model safety for me. But Tyron definitely pop up in my head, like you said, playmaking and instinct. Those two guys to me. They game changing guys. Like they, mm-hmm. anytime they on the field, they can score a touchdown. Like that's, it's very rare that you can find a defensive player that can step on the field at special teams, 
offense, defense, kick return, punt return, and score. Field goal, field goal block, like, and score. Right. Like, it's that's rare. You don't find that often. So, to be compared to those type of players, I, I, I take honor in that because I, I can see that in myself. But, like I said, it's my job to even take what they did and make it better, make it into my own. So, yeah. You, we, he talked about Morgan State and that, that defense really carried that team for the past, what, three years or whatever, however long you've been there. <laughs> what, was, what was it like for, for y'all as a defensive unit to kind of know that y'all were the backbone of the team and it was up to y'all to kind of to set the tempo for the team? And if y'all was going to win, it was probably <laughs> because of that defensive effort. Let, let me mute myself first. <laughs> Man, uh, it's it was tough. It was tough. I mean, it's tough. I'm gonna say it's tough. I'm not speaking just for myself. I'm gonna speak from the defensive perspective. Um, just being around the guys and understanding how they feel and getting the feedback. It was tough. Um, a lot of teams aren't used to having to play and on defense and having to think about scoring. You know what I'm talking about? So it it was tough for us. We had to not only do our job, but do more than our job. Um, no knock on the offense. You know, they got some young guys, still had time to gel and things like that. But at the end of the day, if the other team don't score, we win. Yeah. So it's, it was it was really no knock on the other side of the ball. Just we had to be perfect. And that's the goal coming into every game is to be perfect. That's why you have your no-bust Thursdays and your work through Fridays. So you, so you can be perfect. So – when those mistakes came up, it was kind of – it was our fault. Like, if we got scored on, it's on us. Or if it's a big player, it's on us. We couldn't really look at the other side of the ball like, oh, y'all put us in bad field position, this, that, and third. Because we didn't have games. We came out against Akron, first game – first uh, drive of the game, you feel me? We inside the five and we stopped them for a field goal. We didn't did it. We, it had been done. So it wasn't like we couldn't do it. We just had to really, like – it was nut up and shut up at, the, at that point. So – I feel as though, yeah, we did carry the team, but it was kind of like it was our job, it was our duty. It was nothing like outside of the ordinary for us. Yeah. 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 If you had one game to go back and and replay that game, whether it's to keep it the same or make a or make a change or something, what game would it be? That's a good question. I got a couple games. You want you want just you want just Morgan or Nah, if you hey you whatever you want, whichever one you want to go. Um, I probably got two or three games. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm I'm I don't want to say I'm a perfectionist when it comes to going back on my games because you can't change the past. But right, I always see something to where as though it could have been different. It was I had the best game of my life. I'm still gonna go back. Um, I want to say Norfolk game last year. Our homecoming. Okay. Um, I feel like that first drive, I let them punch us in the mouth. I'm gonna say that. Mm. I feel like they went at me twice, two first plays of the game, and I don't, I don't feel like I did, I didn't do my job, but I feel like I could have did my job better. Let me say that. Could have helped our corners out a little more, or things like that. Um, that game. Um, what game can I say? It's a game. Man, Akron, Akron, Akron. I'm always say Akron, bro. Um, don't get me wrong. We played, we played a good game. Again, that was one of the best games of my life. But I still feel as though it was, it was more I could have did to put our team in a better position. Personally, whether it's communicating faster to our linebackers or giving a check, giving a better check than the check that I gave. You get what I'm saying? Just, just small stuff. Just. I don't know. It's just small stuff. I see little stuff like that. I think too hard when it comes to getting better. The one, the one that stick out to me is the Albany game. Mm. <laughs> Man, look, I don't want to talk about that. Game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about yeah, that. I feel you, bro. I feel you. But yeah, that's that's one. When he asked the question, that's the first one that popped in my head. Was that Albany? Game. That's the game to me that was like woulda, coulda, shoulda. You know what I mean? Like y'all had more than. Every chance to win the game, but I know you don't want to talk about it, but that's the one that really stick out to me. Yeah, that game. It was cold. That's all I'm gonna say. It was cold and wet that game. Yeah. And we left we left with cold hearts too. <laughs> so obviously the next step for you is is to make it to the big league, make it to the NFL. Yeah. 
What's your what's your day to day routine right now? Getting ready to go to the NFL. Uh, right now I'm in Houston. Um, doing two workouts a day. Um, just trying to get my body right, get my nutrition right. Uh, I I wouldn't say I'm out of shape when it comes to weight, but trying to get my weight to a a, a comfortable weight to where though I can still perform and do those uh draft drills, combine drills at a at a uh, precise speed consistently. Um. That's really much it, man. I'm an athlete. I feel as though I'm an athlete. I love to compete. So it's it's not really much to the work, but work. Uh, your body is the temple. And I play two sports, so there's no way I'm playing two sports without taking care of myself. Yeah. Right. Um, it's nothing, nothing, nothing much really changed for me when it when it comes to training. It's just really more locking in, more time to myself, trying to get my mental right for the next level, being prepared for the questions that like you guys are asking, like they might ask the curveballs, things like that. Um, it's not really much to the process. There's no, it's no secret to this from what I've been here. You know, I haven't been there. I haven't made it there yet, but guys that I do know in those rooms that, that been there, retired, gold jackets and things like that, they all tell me the same thing. It ain't no blueprint. It's the same thing we've been doing since we started playing the game. It's just more serious and it's more at stake. So I don't think I'm really much changing anything, but adding to my process. Yeah. Um, I know you you mentioned mental, you know, saying getting your body right, and getting your mental and stuff. Uh, have you started doing things like uh, like meditation and yoga and stuff like that? Just to you know, saying uh, something a little bit different to kind of you know, saying I guess yeah. Um, when it comes to the yoga side of things, that's just you know deep breathing and stretching. So I, I guess it kind of goes into the meditation. So I do do my stretches and my and my deep yoga stretches. So yeah, I guess you can't say I am meditating in a way. Um, Cause that takes focus. Yoga is hard. A lot of people don't know. Oh, yeah. if you really have yeah. done yoga. Yoga is hard. Like holding those stretches and holding those breathing positions. That's that's a hard thing to do. And I think it does tap into the meditation side of things. So I guess you can't say yeah. I, I do. I do that. Yeah. yeah. When you uh you made the move from LSU to to Morgan, a lot of people probably would look at that as like, you took a step down. You know what I mean? You went from yeah. the five to to FCS level. Yeah. But we all know it's talent on the FCS level. It's talent at the HBCU level. What was the biggest surprise to you about being at the uh, FCS HBCU level when you saw some of the talent you was going against? Um, the biggest surprise for me was the the willingness of the teams. Like those guys willing to put their life on the line for a dub. Um, you won't you won't find that a lot at the at, at the uh, FBS level. Surprisingly, like, um, you know, you got your dogs, people who made big plays, big hits at the FBS level, but FCS level, this really, like, like I said, put up a shut up. Like, it ain't no, you already got the lower hand. You already getting the back end of the stick. So you got guys that's going to really go out there and put their life on the line for this game. I think more is more consistent teams playing harder the whole game. You know, the FBS level, if a team feel like they lost the game over. Yeah. You got teams at this level that's going to play hard, whether they down 60 or down three. So um, I feel like that's the biggest difference for me, personally. Um, I know I keep asking some of these a little bit out the wall, but... I did think. <laughs> if you can give your advice to younger, to younger Jordan, mm -hmm. tell him, what, you know what I'm saying, one thing, whatever, what, what you tell him? What's something to watch out for? Hey, that girl, she ain't worth it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it ain't never going to be no female. Uh, pay more attention, bro. Um, mm. Pay more attention to the people around you. Mm. Know who really for you. Um, and just have faith in yourself. Like, you can't really put your faith in other people. and Like, put it in perspective as in, yeah, I believe you're one of the best coaches, but I can't put all my faith into you, into what I got going on, because you're the best coach. I still got to do my part. You know what I'm saying? So I think I, uh, I think early on, I trusted people too much to buy their process. Like they gave me a blueprint, and I only followed their blueprint. You get what I'm saying? So I think I just had to pay more attention to what's going on around me, be where my feet are, and make the best decision for myself and not just what was advised to me. Yeah. 
Untoes wasn't uh, about to make the NFL, what would he be doing? Like, what if it wasn't football player? What would your occupational choice be? I'd probably be selling your house right now. Okay. What you like? You like marble floors or marble countertops? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you got that. You got that pitch down already. I can tell you. Uh, that's tell cool, man. Yeah, huh? I got whatever you need, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never met nobody from Baltimore who don't know how to sell you something. <laughs> sell salt to a snail, bro, for real. Boy, man, listen. man my, uh, uh, my teacher told me when I was at LSE, she said, you can sell ice to an Eskimo. I said, I ain't never heard of that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, what are you most looking forward to in, in your, you know what I'm saying, as you, you know what I'm saying, working out, getting ready for the next level? I'm a competitor, bro. Just just line the best up in front of me, bro. So let me see what I can do. Um, I think that's what I'm looking forward to the most, just seeing what I can do. Um, I don't think no no man in front of me going to determine what I do. So it, that speaks for itself. If, who the best you've been up against then? We talking in-game or in practice? Either one. I remember what school I went to, bro. At practice, Jamar Chase, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Jamar Chase, man. Uh, no, nah, that boy Jamar Cole, he introduced me to college. He introduced me to college with the one on ones of LSU. Yeah, that's when that's when you realize it was a different level in the same friend. And what? That's my first rep. Oh, that's my first rep. There wasn't no ease into it. Yeah, that's my first rep. <laughs> Baptized, <real> boy, <laughs> boy. I ain't even gonna tell you what happened. Just know, <laughs> no, man. I, that made me who I am today. I tell you that. Take, take, take. Future NFL star Jamar Chase out the picture. Who, who would it be then? If you, if you can't say Jamar. A lot of the guys in the league right now. Like I can tell you this. All those guys on the LSU team that I can name. Yeah. Um, even planning to me at even the guys that didn't play at LSU that deserved to play, transfer it out. They they was on that team. You know what I'm saying? Um, Trey Palmer, Trey Palmer, me and Trey Palmer used to go against each other a lot. Me and him used to battle a lot. Uh, receiver for Tampa Bay. He ain't have as good hands as he has now, but <laughs> me and Trey used to go at it. Uh. John Trey Kirkland, he uh, oh yeah, he, uh, me and John Trey used to go at it a lot. Me and Kayshawn used to go at it a lot, not a lot, good amount, good amount. Um, who else? Me and Malik had some good battles. Kyron Lacey, me and Kyron Lacey had some great battles. I ain't gonna lie. Um, that's really all I can name right now, man. I ain't, I'm not uh. One guy, it was one tight end, bro. I'm not even wrong. The tight end from tight end from South Carolina State this year. Matter of fact, he was actually mm. decent. Like even though he he didn't really give us a big impact on the game as far as numbers, yeah, he correct. was actually a good sound football player. Like blocking, route running, standing is key. Like he was actually a good sound football player. He he made me stay disciplined. I can say that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they say the quickest route, one of the quickest route to the NFL is special teams. Mm. You definitely make your impact on special teams. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but special teams is something you have to take pride in, like in yourself to or or you know what I'm saying in the team to kind of excel at, at special teams, I guess you you know what I'm saying. Say can you talk about like what you saw, you know what I'm saying, or, or, or what it was about special teams that just kind of made you that just pushed you to be just them. Well, put it this way. Coming into college, LSU told me ain't no way you're going to start if you don't start on no special teams. So that was, that's been my mindset since I've been in college. Whether I already know I'm starting or whether I know I'm going to play, special teams is where you just be yourself. Like, if you're not a dog, it's going to show. <laughs> it's going to show you can go out there and bark as loud as you want. <laughs> yeah. But if you ain't no real dog, it's gonna show on, on special teams because people come for your head. And one guy that really introduced me to special teams, Tory Carter, played at LSU. Oh. 
Yeah. The boy Toy Carter, a menace. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That boy a menace. He showed me the way. He showed me the way. He showed me the way. I ain't gonna lie. Playing next to guys like Toy Carter, I knew nobody could mess with me on special teams after that. Cause nobody was messing with Tory. Like no, people yeah. scared of Tory in the SEC. So coming to the MEAC, that cakewalk. Mm. Like, it's just a different mindset. It's a different. It's a different intensity with it. If you wanted that bad, like guys that are good at special teams are guys that can make that jump from LSU to Morgan. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. So it's just it's that same type of mentality. What was it like going up against Davis for short? Man, don't don't be mad. Who is that? Don't be mad. <laughs> the quarterback from Central. Davis Richard. <laughs> oh, Richard, Richard. Oh, Richard. 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 Wow, my bad. I said Richard. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> you know, that's the Louisiana in me, man. My bad. Richard. <laughs> um, man, he a good player, bro. He a good player. Um I want his head though. I wanted his head. I don't know if I could tell that whole game. I told my uh the cornerbacks coach for the game. He said we should go for the week. I said I want eleven and I want five. So that just let I don't normally mark people out, but that goes to show like he a, he a good guy. He a good player. Um, he tough too. He can take a hit. Got a good arm. Um, he keep you on your toes though as as a defensive player, especially a safety plan in the run gap. Yeah. Um. Cause as soon as you think he' about to pull it and run, he's stepping up in the pocket and dumping it off. So it's 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 a lot of things that go into playing a dual threat quarterback, as in any other dual threat quarterback. But the one thing that stood out about me with him is he was just tough. He's just a tough guy. Like take a hit, get up next play. We talk trash to him, push him in the dirt. He getting up like nothing happened. Next play, shake your hand up too, like. That's that's another level of tough for me. Yeah, that that gets to you as a defender whenever you can. Oh no 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 no! I like that. <laughs> oh, you like that? Okay, I like okay. that. Like I said, I'm a competitor, so if yeah. I can't break you that way, I'm gonna try to break you another way. Okay, that's real. That's real. Yeah. <laughs> I feel it. I'm. I, I know two people gonna, gonna gonna love that. You know, say when you said uh no uh who was that? Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know two people gonna love. That. Man, look, these QBs they scared of me and me. I can say that now. I'm gone. But if you if you look at the film, bro, them guys looked away from me for two years. Mm. Most of my picks are out of conference. Yeah. Against better teams. Mm. Make a point. Saying. Hey, you got a point. Which one you right? Yeah. <laughs> Can't argue the numbers. I mean, yeah. uh, let me ask this: What made now the right time to say let's make this jump? Uh, personally, I feel like I'm ready. Okay. Um, that's just really sums it up. I don't really want to dig too deep in the details of it, but no, you ain't I, really, I really just feel like I'm ready. Like it's been a long road. I feel like I, I learned a lot. I need to learn. Um, of course, it's still more for me to learn in the game. I'm still learning as of today. Uh, I just feel like I'm ready for that next level. Um, I feel like there ain't really much I can do other than win a championship at the college level. From my opinion, you know, I could be wrong. Uh, of course, the Arenas Award, I feel like that was that was me. But, you know, congrats to Kenny. Uh, I just feel like I'm ready, bro. <laughs> there ain't really much else to it. To take it away from football a little bit, whenever you're not studying film or working out or something like that, what's – What's some of your hobbies, some of the things that you into outside of football? I'm a big movie guy. I like to watch movies. Um, I'm also a music guy, too. I listen to music all day. I listen to music all day. Um, I'm actually trying to get some studio sessions set up out here just to just be there, be in the, in the situation. Um, I don't know. It's just always something that stuck with me growing up. With my dad, he playing music, blasting in the thousands, surround sound speakers. So it's yeah. just... Something that just grew with me. And then living in Louisiana, you know, the bounce music, things like that. Like, it just resonates. It's just a comfort zone. Yeah, so I only yeah, get uh, we, we had a We had a, a Kai Wingo from LSU on the show. Mm. And he, was, he was a big Marvel hater. He said Marvel was overrated. It's some of the worst movies ever. What's your take on Man, Marvel? man, look. Makai, 
He done got with them cues, man. Start acting different. <laughs> I don't know what what they be doing over there. I ain't got no problem with the cues, the brothers. You feel me? But Marvel's where's that? I don't know if he always felt that way. He yeah. said, "Well, see, he, he he said he don't like any of the hero movies. He said that by DC and yeah, so, he said, oh, yeah, yeah." Oh, he, he man, look that that his childhood. I don't know what he was doing there. I like <laughs> Spider Man, Batman, the Hulk. I like all you said he have the right child. <laughs> Man, if you wasn't watching superhero movies, what you was doing at seven? Like, what you doing? Mm. That, man was watching, that man was watching Godfather. <laughs> he's, he's learning life, all life lessons, man. Oh, Planting man. the trees. I, 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 I'm being honest with you. That's, that clip's still up. I, I literally I almost walked out that day. I almost quit. <laughs> he, said, he said Black Panther was overrated. I almost quit the show. I he said almost quit the show. No, Makai good guy though. Makai went he, he a dog for sure. He one of those guys I understand came in and worked at a short period of time and just was better than guys. Right. So, yeah. Right. Uh, and you got anything because I don't I I could be I could I could do this all night, but yeah, I know you got uh pause. 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 <laughs> I could do this interview all night, but I know you got stuff you gotta do. Stuff and we got to get up out of here. I got to get ready. <laughs> no, nah, I'm good though, man. We'll, we'll just have to bring him back on another time, man. After yeah. all that kind of stuff, see what he uh get picked up by where he's gonna be making his living at next. And uh, we'll bring him on. We gone. Oh, yeah, you gone for sure. We gone. It just matter, it's just a matter when and where, yeah, yeah. So Definitely, man. Looking forward to it. Hey, it's 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 um appreciated. I, I hate that we, you know, what I'm saying got the time mixed up because people look. I know not, ain't nobody say nothing, but I know people are like, yeah, y'all ain't had Jordan told. Y'all were gonna have Jordan told. Man, man, look, we gonna hold it down. <laughs> we gonna hold it down, and we gonna come that, come back with a sequel for him. Uh, okay, right, let's man, do it. Then. Let's hey, do it. definitely appreciate you coming through, Jordan. Man, best uh-huh. wishes. Uh. Do your thing out there, man. Looking forward to it. Appreciate y'all, man. Thanks for having me on. Too, bro. Thank you. Hey, I'm working for it. We're gonna see what them numbers look like, though. Hey, you, it's it's all coming to you, man. Everything that's, that you deserve, you are gonna get it, brother. Sure, appreciate you. Yes, sir. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, as our man Jordan told. Hey, that was good. Man. We uh, we can head, head to the wrap up after this. Get, get ready to get up out of here. Uh, see, we learned our lesson for some of the uh, other times. Um, how we do it. But definitely, man, enjoyed that. Um, let's get ready to wrap it up. Uh, got a few things. SEC, uh, not SEC, SWAT. And me at basketball. Uh, on the women's side. Shout out to Graham and the girls for that comeback, man. Oh, they can't, who they played? They was down to. Oh, they was getting whooped. Sam you. Sam you came back and won. Yeah. Triple overtime. Ooh. Um, speaking of that, man, Texas Southern. Texas Southern gave UAPB their first conference loss on Saturday. But today, MLK Day, um, they were playing Mississippi Valley State. Was that they were up 40 to 26. Mississippi Valley made a comeback. Second half. Uh, I was scoring, yeah, I was scoring them by 17 to get the win by one. Um, big shout out to them and them women took down Alabama State uh, today as well. Um, on the men's side, Southern and Jackson State continue to roll in conference play. Uh, both remain undefeated. Uh, Alabama State on Saturday shot Alcorn with a two point upset. G was not happy. <laughs> <laughs> he was not Alabama, happy. Alabama State then uh started the conference off pretty strong though, man. Four and one start. They have uh TJ uh Maddock doing his thing, um playing for a, you know saying of course his, his his dad. So you know saying doing his thing. Uh in the MEAC side, how are men? They starting to find their rhythm again. Um starting to pick things back up. Uh they were only I think they were the only team to play Saturday or today. No, there's two teams yeah, played today. Good. Play today against Morehouse in a close one. Yeah, uh, but they find their way. Uh, they just had a ring ceremony not too long ago. It was a, uh, it was invite only. Erica was there. She got invited. So, my question is, 
No more. I ain't gonna be there. I ain't gonna be petty. Fam, you folks ain't gonna. I'm gonna leave y'all alone. Stop, bro. <laughs> They go, man. I'm gonna leave them alone. But uh, on the me at women's side, Norfolk State, no surprise, rolling, dominating, um, rinse, repeat. Hey, it don't matter what. Uh, Coppin State trying to keep up with them. They uh also two and zero in in conference play, but the biggest difference is. The uh non-conference side and what as well, yeah. That ain't that ain't um ain't even close. Uh North Carolina and T women, they doing their thing as well. They uh have been winning, looking. I don't know, that can be a challenge, I guess, in the CAA. I guess you know. So uh Penn said, Are you am I enjoying the snow and ice? I am not. I am not. Yeah. I um the kids are though Dylan words I don't want to know right now snow and ice yeah Dylan jumped up this morning he said he need I'm talking about he still had the uh that morning you know saying the morning breath voice he was like daddy is uh did it snow outside (laughs) so yeah snow he's I'm gonna go look (laughs) and then all I heard running through the house it's snowing everybody. Like boy, go brush your teeth. <laughs> dude, that dude was so excited about that ice, though. Um, also, man, I want to say uh, uh, prayers and condolences to the uh, Tuskegee family. Former player and assistant coach Fred Ellis passed away. Uh, sending sending love and prayer to them. Um, and also, because um, I want to hit on a on a on a high note. Talladega. Talladega competed in their first meet on last Saturday. I think they were supposed to compete today. I hadn't checked because of, you know, saying with weather, they was, they was competing in Nashville, and Nashville got the same thing we got right here. So I don't know if they are competing or not, but. Yeah, that, uh, that meet they competed against Saturday, Fisk was also in that. Uh, As well, yeah. It was uh, the 14th Florida. Florida. I, I just remember Florida Fisk is Talladega. I don't yeah, know. I can't remember the other team. I want to say it was uh, was it George Washington, George Mason, something like that. One of them. Yeah. One of them. Yeah, that was it. Um, I have to double check if they competed today. If that actually happened or is happening now, so. Um, Let's see what else. What else we got? What else we got? Um, I think that's it, man. Um, uh, I gotta double check. I gotta reach out to Coach Coach Asia. We're gonna try to have her on this week to talk about um the gymnastics team. See how that's going. George Washington it was George Washington University. Oh yeah, the one today was canceled due to weather. So at this. So there you go. There you go. All right. You got anything else before we uh, get ready to get, uh, get up out of here? Nah, everybody stay at home. Don't be driving in this, this snow and ice, man. Y'all stay yeah. home. If it ain't an emergency, don't go nowhere. Yeah. Uh, oh, I did have – I want to uh, – Brian asked this question early. Do we think the Tennessee Titans will make a call to Eddie George? For head coach? Yeah. I think they'll call him, but it ain't gonna be about that. <laughs> call I doubt him. It. Hey, hey man, when you want to use the stadium again, <laughs> come on over. You got it. But yeah, yeah. Shout out to Coach Green. His rush. There we go. Women's basketball. Oh, you my did bad. That yeah, my bad. Fifteen and three. That's big. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out to Rust. Coach Green holds it down. Y'all keep handling business up there, coach. All right. If nothing else, man, we'll be back on Thursday. Um, again, thank you, Jordan, for coming through. Uh, we should we should have some more. Hopefully, we have some news about the uh, FAMU coaching yeah. search. Um, and then we also have uh, Coach Ajon talk about Talladega. 
Uh, but like that, we out. This show was presented by BetOnline.ag. Bring me my money. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.